What? We in a quarter now. We had a quarter. Welcome to the 25th episode of the second season of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. We about to get it popping today with our illustrious panel of guests, as usual. From Los Angeles, California. Mr. Gene Hopkins. Wait Uh-oh. a second. Wait a second. Uh-oh. I don't know how I got muted. Let me try that one more time. Mr. Gene Hopkins. Oh, blood-pushing ass. What's side? What's side indeed. <laughs> From the greater metropolitan Philadelphia area, Mr. Robert Brooks. Wait, let me try that one more time. From the greater metropolitan area, Mr. Robert Brooks. <laughs> you just want to start the whole thing over? We owe for two right now on intros. No, no. This is a real podcast. Okay. We may not go out live, and we may make mistakes, but we still broadcast. Mr. Grant Lancaster. What up, dog? That's uh, City Wings 2896 West Grand Boulevard. What Since up, Since you dog? neglected to say it, homeboy. What up, dog? That's because I was going to sneak it in later. We got to mix it up. We got to mix it up. <laughs> like, sometimes you got to get spicy wings. Sometimes you get a habanero sauce. Sometimes yeah, you got to get sweet and sour. Yeah, that honey habanero, is that, that, that's that business. Why? Sometimes you got to get sour diesel. But that's a different conversation. <laughs> sometimes you got to get mumbo sauce. Oh, Gotta give a round of applause for the mambo sauce. That's that good stuff. That's that. Yes, sir. Good, good, good. So, how you fellas doing this week, man? Haven't had a chance to chat with any of you guys this week. You know, just checking in like we normally do, just our normal, like even fun chats. We didn't even get on each other too bad this week. So, you know, I'm gonna start with you, Mister Brooks, since you've since you've got a um, hard limit on that gummy. <laughs> hey man, I've been I've been I've been in the office every night, man. We've been you know rain delays, back to back rain delays. It's been some long nights, like you know back to back rain delays, and then an early morning, you know, a day game behind it. Long nights, no soft With, uh, bodies. That's that's tough, bro. It's tough. Uh, yo, when you get in that late, you don't want them soft bodies there, man. You just need sleep, Holmes. Yeah, I'm tough, old man. now. I'm old now. That's tough. Nighty night. Nighty night. What about you, Gene? How's your week been coming? Yo, man, it was everything was good, man, till check that bank statement this morning, man. Oh. Some shit got frozen, you know. Some, uh just some Oh. It's a lifelong mistake hit me. <laughs> hit me in my ass, boy. And I'll tell you, but well, but, you know, it was, uh, if I, I should have, I knew it, man. They warned me and I should have went and grabbed everything. But I was relaxed because the last time they warned me, nothing happened. Mm. And so, and so I, I, let my, I let my guard down, man. And Rock-a-bye, baby. Right. That's how they get you. I'll go to Weasel. Yeah. And I, so, so, but so needless to say, uh, 
that account will always carry a minimum balance and anything that goes in anything that goes in will be immediately used for something so they come back knocking they go get some peanuts you know instead of, instead of some goddamn ducats this time shit you know but no man i mean i was i had to call up lawyers and shit to see about this that and everything else but uh, at the end of the day uh Bye bye. It's gone. It's gone like this. <laughs> My money is doing this on me right now, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know what though? It's good that at least yeah. you can have a laugh about it. You know, oh, I can because yeah, I can everything, you know, because it's just, it, it's just a hit. It ain't, you know, it ain't a knockout, you know, it ain't, you know, it's right. The kidney shot, you know, I had to take a knee, take my standing knee, and you know, get back up, get the hell up right. out the ring, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Start training again. Shit. You, know, you, you, you might be a little blood tomorrow, but be all right. Yeah, That's so right. you know, but yeah, uh, but besides that shit, man, I've been busy. Shit, we so. come back, we come back, B. That's a good thing. We come back, and what about you, Grant? How's your week been coming? Uh, you know, my my weeks are always good, man. You know, I, I work I work with my friends, man. So, I always had a good week. That's what's you know what up. That's what's yeah. up. Shout out to so the fellas. Yeah. Oh I'll, yeah, this is birthday nobody. week for Grant. You know. It's yeah, for Jane too. Yeah, yeah, for Jane too. Yeah, I'm just glad all this shit happened today and not tomorrow. You know, because it would have been like, yo, get away from me. I don't want to do this shit today. <laughs> <laughs> lick my goddamn wounds, man. I don't celebrate a goddamn thing, but no. Nah, you, need, you need somebody else to lick your wounds, bro. I'll be over it tomorrow. There you go. There you go. So, fellas, Hell. you know, like I was saying, like we were saying pregame, it's been a, it's been a pretty slow. Um, to me, it's been a pretty slow week for at least uh, African American issues, whatever you call it, brothers from the people from the diaspora. That are in cap- captive, captivated in the indigenous lands, whatever you'd like to call it. But it's been a very uh, slow week, and you know I can't help but think that that's sort of by design. That's what happens when you get a democratic president, like you know, sort of like what happened with Eugene. They rock us to sleep, you know. Hey, did y'all catch Bill Maher? Did catch Bill Maher? I did. You did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, you know that. You know the funny thing is, y- 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 y'all know the, the the white guy that was on there. Yes, the fast, t- little fast talking dude. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Y'all heard of it. So you know the funny thing is, Facebook started putting him in my feed, right? Because I didn't, I never knew about him, and I was just hearing some of the talking points. But then you know something that gets slid in, and I'm like, wait, what? You know, and then I'm like, hold on, you know, and then then. I peeled back the onion a little bit, kind of found out who it was, and I was telling Facebook, and then I had to tell Facebook, look, I don't want to see this shit, you know? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to see no more of these videos, none of that. I had to do that with Vlad, too, because I had my shit full with Vlad. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and so, uh, I see him on Bill Maher, and, and yo, this guy's, like, kind of catching steam. Uh, yeah, he's been had You steam. know, because, because he appeals to the young and dumb. You know, but but I mentioned him and all that because you were saying nothing eventful, and, and uh, you know, uh, as far as uh, you know, black people go this week. But I thought that was pretty. Uh, I thought that was a uh, you know, uh, 
It was uh, a good interview. A pretty interesting uh, highlight. I mean, by the racist Bill Maher. You know, I can understand why he had the dude on there because, uh, you know, that's that's who he is. He's trying to hide behind this saying he's all cool and hippie and this and that and everything else. But he's a conservative. Uh, he's a liberal Republican. <laughs> and so, but but then the brother. I wish the brother would have really. The brother lost his cool. No, I don't Meaning, think he did. Know, I think he kind of no, killed him. I, I when I say he lost his his uh-huh. cool, he went. Uh, he didn't go do it angrily, you know. But he 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 didn't. I mean, he, he should have just took. I mean, he should have really just went on here and shredded him with his tongue, like somebody, like maybe uh, 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 Cornell. I don't know. Cornell would have did. He may have done it, or maybe even Tavis, or or somebody. You know, I, I thought the I thought the brother was going to go deeper into it, but they really didn't. Uh, you know, it, it it highlights that what everybody is doing now is, I guess, what they've always done: the dancing around the the core, the dancing around the problem with all these symptoms and stuff, making their arguments with the symptoms and no one's ever really talking about the root of the problem or they're just outright ignored and saying, okay, yeah, that root doesn't apply to me. Yeah. My parents never had, my parents never owned slaves. Yeah. My people never did this. You know, that's kind of like the, the, the talking point is, look, we weren't there, right. so we don't want to be accountable. And it came out of Bill's mouth. Yeah, I don't want to be accountable for right. this, that, and everything. And why? And I was sitting there and listening to this. And I was like, "Why isn't this brother piping up and saying, are you asking this guy, are you American? Because if you're American, what are you saying? Uh, you don't want to be accountable for our history, whether it be good or bad. You don't be accountable for any destruction we've caused as a uh, as a country, and all of us as a, a citizen have a responsible. You, what do you mean you don't want to be accountable? Is it so? So he pretty much summed up the the attitude of folks uh, uh, that are on you know a certain side of the divide, and that is, look, man, this shit ain't our fault. We had we pulled ourselves up by a bootstrap. We don't want to hear this shit. We're not accountable. Uh, uh, you know, we want to run this country as if. That shit never happened because we're past it. The myth that they pulled themselves up by their own bootstraps. Yeah. Right. So, still holding on to that. It's not a myth to them because their true perception is reality. And that is their perception. Yes. Well, you know, it's yeah, a, even you know, if you stack facts on top of their head, they still. Yeah, that's uh, their perception so, because, because it's too hard. To, it's too hard to, to admit to. It's uh, too hard to, to the truth let me ask this though. What's, 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 what's new about the message that they don't want to be accountable for the shit. Oh, you know oh, I mean? dude is saying, dude, dude is deli- his deliverance, his delivery is new. That's what's new. And so, you know, you know, people can get caught up in that. You know, I think that's how Donald Trump got elected president. His well, I, delivery of I, all those people are bought. They're all bought. I know them because I bought them. You know, that was right. not a new message, but his delivery was so brash and, and new and everything, and, and they flocked to it. And so I think I think I think this guy's momentum is 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 because of a, a similar energy. You I know, thought, I thought it was a I thought it was a good interview. I found it interesting because really, um, the brother I've seen him on that show before, and he's really no nonsense. And he I he kind of handled it the way I would have handled it to tell you the truth. Because at a certain point, like, you're right about Ben Shapiro. You're right about the people that follow him and listen to him and believe in, like, you know, feed his ratings and feed his organization. You're 100% right about them. But at a certain point, it's like, how do you keep on arguing against stupid? You know, you, you actually become stupid yourself. 
And what he was kind of what what he was kind of saying, I forget his name. I wish I knew his name. I need to look it up right now. That, that he used to be the head of the CIA, right? Yeah, he was, or something he, like that. Yeah, he was in. He was like very high up in the CIA. He's a very smart, dude. And he was. He like, can't fight. Like, Patriots can't fight that. That that yeah. that was the, the the other point I was going to make. He can't. He's he can't fight that. Yeah, not on no, TV, not anywhere, because he's a patriot. It's 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 uh. You can't what, fight. What it's tough to fight. Book. Stupid. Well, it's a it's a conflict of interest. Well, it's, it's no. Tough. I'm. You hear what I'm saying? He can't do it because at some point they they believe the same thing. If this man, if this black man's a patriot, at some point they believe the same thing. So it's hard. You can't do, and you can't take the gloves off as a patriot. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, like, sat being there. well, dude, yeah. sat, dude sat there and, he, you know, a guy was like, I'm confused by what you're saying. He said, yeah, you're easily confused. I don't think he was like really nice to him. He was it was I saw I saw like, I don't know, we were watching we were watching the same interview, but I guess we were, we were picking up on different things. I was picking up on Ben Shapiro's fear because it seemed to me like he was afraid to even address this dude because he knew this dude had his. You know, cojones, every time he tried to come with, I mean, look, what they do is very simple. It's the same way you get away with stuff if you're smart, the way you get away with lies in real life. You take a lie and you sprinkle a little bit of truth in it, and but your basis is still your lie. You know, so your, truth is, yeah, your, your truth is like there, but your lie is really what you're trying to promote and what you're trying to get to. And, Both sides. Yeah, and that's really what, and that's really what it was. And, you know, Bill, like, you know, Bill Moore, like, you know, we say it all the time in this house. He done gotten old and, and crotchety and he's just got his money. And it's like he doesn't he he doesn't have any kids. He doesn't have any woman. You know, when you're that selfish and you're that old and everything, it's hard for you to be anything else but a Republican. You know, even in his closet, you know, in his closet, it's impossible for him to be a liberal and say that he cares about things. Or he cares about people, or he cares about justice. It's not him. The only thing he's got is his bank account, his accountant, and like you know, the people that basically kiss his ass all day long. And for some people in America, that's an enviable position to be in. For some so people, I, I wouldn't, I, w- I wouldn't say that he doesn't care, but i was I would say that he don't care enough to really give a fuck about it, you know what I mean like he still has the opinion i be, I believe that his opinions are are mostly genuine yeah i mean i don't I don't know i could be i could be a thousand percent uh, Brandon. I, I I believe that most of his opinions are are from the heart, but he ain't gonna give up shit in order to in order to no. you know further the cause of what he thinks. Right. He ain't you know what what and the thing is, like, the crazy part is, like, he's not taking it with him either. You know, right. sooner or later, he's, you know, when we get to the, when you get to a certain age, you start to realize he's that you're either going to you're eventually we, we've got shorter. We probably have less time on this earth than we have more time. You know, we're out now. We're 50. We're all 50. You know, if another 50 years would be great, you know, highly unlikely, though, but it would right. be great. You know, so at a certain point, you have to decide what what are you going to leave with the surf? What type of legacy you're going to leave? And he's decided that what he's going to leave is a great portfolio. And Bill Moore, Bill Bill Moore, he's going to leave a great portfolio, and that's that's going to be it at this point. So it's like I still watch the show because it's like interesting. I used to like the show. I used to like his show a lot. Now it's like 
not a, not so much as I used to. You know, COVID changed COVID changed yeah. a lot of people, and it, it like it brought a lot of things out of a lot of people. Because I, I, I identified his racism a long time ago, man. I mean, you can just read between the lines and see that. But but he's he's the type of racist that doesn't know he's a racist, like most racists. Well, he's dated you know a lot I'm of his, yeah. Well, he's dated he's dated a lot of black women. So it's like, how could you be if you like chocolate? How could you be racist? Slave owners like it. There are there are listen. There are white women that have that have black kids. And have gotten into it, got into it with their um, kids over the whole Trump thing, and disowned their kids. So it's yeah. like you know, it doesn't just because you have that blood or because somebody's in your family that doesn't make you immune to being a race to being racist or doing yeah. racist things. Well, I, I think you know a lot of the, a lot of the talking points that uh, the 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 the. The other guy, what's his name? Robert Shapiro is his name. Um, whatever no. Shapiro, he ain't, he ain't, worth, he ain't worth uh-huh. like he ain't worth like really giving a full name. So you just call him Shapiro. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dick fuck that dude. How about we call him fuck that dude? I thought, I thought Bill Maher was you know even uh, agreeing with uh, uh, a lot of his points, even though. So the main thing was his position is that uh, Democrats are really uh, fucking shit up. Uh, or, or the, the main threat is, um, uh, I guess, uh, social media control, uh, uh, social or, or you know, popular social media uh, topics and shit. Like that's, that's the main bullshit. threat that, like, like that will move people. Yeah, they call it bullshit and everything else, but no, yeah, but but then Bill Maher started, started pointing out merit to the argument. And here's what I say: if the, if the left and the right are took both wings of the same bird shit. I think there is, there's merit to what he's saying, but it ain't, it ain't everything. That's why I say the other, the brother that was on there, he can't really give a good position because his position is, okay, it's not more dangerous than uh, people storming the white, storming the Capitol and, and, and all the insurrection bubbling up from that, uh, which is more dangerous. You know, you gotta be kidding me and everything else. Well, here's the thing, man. When they're talking about that shit back and forth and everything else, neither one of them are, pred- are, are addressing the core of the problems, in my opinion. So, I mean, it's it's the left and the right wing arguing about each other and shit, and both of them are really fucked up, is, is, is what I'm seeing. Yeah, that, that's that's my perception of it, you know? They're pretty much the same. A lot of the guests that we've had on the show have kind of like, I used to, I used to lean a little bit closer to like liberals to, you know, democratic liberals and to the thought process that they're not so bad and everything, but I've actually learned a lot since I've been on this show, you know, um, what was it? Kimia was saying, Kimia was saying, she was like, you know, you don't, you know, these, these people that want to take me to lunch and everything and smile at me and take me to lunch. And you look at a lot of the things that they do. And I started calling a lot of people out on it and, what ended up happening was that I kind of have been shunned in the liberal groups here locally because of some of my because of some of my positions. And I noticed, like, you know, when you bring up black issues and everything, you bring up all the other issues. They they'll there'll be 30, 40 people making comments. You know, one person will post anything about something that's going on with black people. And it's like, I really don't want to deal with it because it's like it's an it's an it's a forever thing that's going to make them have to change their behavior. And that's not something that's palatable to them, changing behavior. And that's what we're up against here. 
And that's why I mentioned like the whole thing about seems like it's been a slow week for black people because now Biden is in Biden is the president now. And they've even eased up of I haven't even seen any negative Kamala Kamala Harris like, you know, memes or like even conversations about her being like the Antichrist recently. And that was something. Uh, that no, they're but really- they're, they're, they're still talking about her being a drag on the party and possibly, you know, them using basically people running against her mm. in all these local races to turn the Senate. Right. Uh, and to pick up some house seats. They're, they're still talking about how divisive a candidate she is and how she may be a liability for the party. Mm. And, so, and I mean, that conversation is never going to end. And that's and that's crazy because she's she's a former D.A. and more like them. You know, I mean, if you're going to be honest about it, I'm not really feeling um, Kamala Harris that much. You know, it's like she she gets my vote as a lesser of evils, not as someone that I really like enjoy. She's not for a lot of social justice programs. She's not for it. She, that's not what she's repping for. You know, she's that. Sure, really love that. Yeah, even at how Listen, those people. Did you know her? No, I didn't know. No, she was before she's us. She's before. She's before yeah. us, but you know, oh, she's older. yeah. But but the whole thing is like about Howard is that people like you know they have this idea that Howard is a bunch of people that are marching around, and Grant can attest to this. There, there's that, there's that black Republican like you know, um, Mule? Cocoon. How, how, yeah, Howard. Howard, in our in our in our time, there was a there was a much more militant era in our time than there is now. But Howard has always been a school for the for the uh, what would you say the boule? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, it's, it's always been it's always been the Jack and Jill crowd that kind of went to Howard. You know what I mean? That's right. Mm. They used to have the paper bag test. You know, you have to send in with your application. You send in the picture, and they take the picture and they put it next to a brown paper bag. And if it's shaded, if it, if you're lighted in the paper bag, you can get in. If you're darkened in the paper bag, then your application goes on the other pile. You know, right. this was something that actually existed at Howard University. Is that why I got in? That's why you got in. Man. Oh, damn. That's why you got in. I thought it was because I was a smart kid. No, no. It was the paper bag test. <laughs> no, it, yeah. wasn't that, it wasn't that 650 SAT, Rob. <laughs> 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 I get a test, no, Rob. Rob no, no, nobody, war- nobody told me that I wasn't supposed to go out drinking the night before my SAT. Nobody told me how rigorous that fucker was. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the way tests are. They sneak up on you. <laughs> You're not the only one to you know, but um, yeah, but that's that's really a part of it. There is that, you know, not all not all skin folk is kin folk. You know, we not all right. in the same situation. You know, some of us we we talk on this on this podcast like you know we grew up in what would have been described as a working middle class type of position. We were like a lot of the Italians and the Irish kids and all the other people that we were we were around. I always describe this place. It's a very interesting dynamic, Brentwood, CI, Bayshore, because a lot of our parents from around this area, they came from jobs in the city. You know, they worked in the city and municipalities that, you know, would were the only places that you could get a job as a black person, you know, that would give you 30 years in a pension that they've since like clinched up a lot of those positions and a lot of those jobs, a lot of those people, a lot of our parents came and they did that commute for 20, 30 years. So our experiences were not ones of having coming from trust funds, but we came from relatively comfortable as compared to other people. Even our poor was 
better than other people's poor, but it was still poor, still poor, you know, in a lot of, in a lot of different ways. But <clears throat> we grew up with that experience. Those people at Howard, a lot of those kids, they had trust funds, Jack and Jill, like you said, you know, yeah. they were coming from, they were coming from a different space than where we were coming from. And if you're, if you ignore the fact that these people exist, that's to your own detriment. You know, you can't walk up to every black guy and be like, yeah, that's some bullshit that's going on right there. You got to kind of feel them out and see exactly. Yeah, I always thought that saying. was the, I always thought that was the beauty of Howard and that there was no matter what you, no matter what you were into at Howard, you could find another brown person who was into that right. as well. That really was whether that's right. staunch Republicanism, whether you were, whether you were a classical music freak, whether you were a Star Wars nerd, whatever you, whatever your niche was. There was somebody else that there were a couple other people at Howard who were on that same vibe as you. It really was. It really and that really is true, you know, to a large extent. I'm I'm like a social butterfly when it came, or at least I used to be a social butterfly where I would go from group to group. So I spent a lot of time with cats from New York, cats from Texas, cats from Cali, you know, just like, you know, different groups of people, just because I was interested in the cultures. Which is why a lot of times when I'm online and I hear people talk about black people as if we are a monolith, it really like I I I tend to toggle between like wanting between educating them and keeping my mouth shut completely and totally because they don't understand that there are so many different cultures. Each culture is different. The culture of Chicago is different than the culture of Detroit slightly, you know, and way more different than the culture of Miami. And Florida and different than the culture in Georgia and North Carolina and those people that come up in a different way. So we're not a monolith, you know, so it's like to to like try to describe us and put it into. And it's part of the laziness of white society that they believe that there is a monolith that exists that way. If you're pitched one narrative your whole life, you know, that's what you're going to believe. So there's a affect you. I think the I think the thing that happens is because we have to there's a, there's a necessity for us to assimilate into the dominant culture of America the, the white culture of America we have to assimilate into that in order to just kind of move around on a daily basis white folk by and large don't have to fuck with black people so if they don't have to fuck with you and they and they end up not fucking with you then all they get is the images that they get. They get the, you know, when minister society, you know what I mean? Like without, or voice the men or whatever. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what they get. So, I mean, we know that there, that no group of people is a, is a single thing. You know what I mean? There is no monolith group of any people. Everybody knows that. Everybody understands that. But, they don't they don't care to differentiate between they don't because they don't have to differentiate between us. Right. But in, in, you know, what I mean, generally, they don't have to differentiate between us. They just see us and be like, you know what? I'm not going to take a chance on that motherfucker being old dog or Malcolm X. So I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Right. And, that, and that's how they that's how they are with it. Large portions of them never going to run into us anyway. Right. And that's a and that's a safety. And you know what? There's large portions of us that really don't want to spend too much time with them either. Yeah. So that's I got I got people, I got cats on the fire department that (laughs) never saw a black face until they got to Detroit. That's crazy. Yeah. I had dudes in the academy that had never smoked weed. 
So. I mean, well, I mean, well, never did anything like I hear them tell it, but uh, yeah, man, it's a, yeah, man. it's a, it's an interesting dynamic, to say the least. That so Gene thing. said some. Gene said something earlier. He was talking about the the Bill Maher show, and he said, you know, he. he didn't necessarily think the guy handled it how as he should have. It may be the way that, that Tavis or Cornell would have handled. What happened to those brothers? They're not uh, falling off the face of the earth. No, so, well, right. You know so, what it is. Well, no. I know. Well, you know, Tavis got himself fired because he was he couldn't keep his hands off the help. Mm-hmm. But no. Well, at the end of the day, there's anybody that we call raw is damn near ostracized by black people as well as white people. Yes. And so 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 these guys are never going to be raw. Same as Jesse Jackson was is never going to be raw. Same as any of the motherfuckers who claim to have marched with Martin Luther King and always on the camera, uh, you know, dead or alive are never going to be raw because they're eating from the table. Yes. And they're, they're eating from the table. And so uh, uh, Cornell Tavis. You know, they eat for their intelligent brothers, this and that, and everything, but they eat from the table. That's a, that's the thing about the guy on Bill Maher. If you eat from the table, you're never going to give up. You're never going to give give uh, a represent a nice, solid position for black people, in my opinion. If you're eating from the table, then you have limits yes. on how hard yeah. you can go. Yes. And so that that's so when it comes to Cornell and Tavis or whatever, uh, Man, look, man, Cornell didn't quit Harvard or some shit, pinned a letter or whatever because they wouldn't give him tenure and this and that. I was reading those words going, shit, man, this could have been summed up in a fuck you, you dirty bastards. <laughs> it probably, probably right. would have been a better message than all this bullshit right. he's writing here and everything else, you know? But no one's going to go hardcore because they need that food from the table. Well, his, yeah. his, you know? his feelings are hurt because they didn't take him in. You know, and that's what it comes down to. He wanted to be he wanted to be loved and accepted. Oh, he he spent he spent enough time doing dirt for him because he was roasted Obama's ass. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Obama was never supposed to be a miracle worker, he was just a politician. I heard I heard I heard Corey Holcomb say when the money get low, the hungriness show. I love Corey and that's, and that's and that's what happens with these brothers, man. When they like, like, so let's I because I was just talking about this earlier today, like Nick Cannon, right? Nick Cannon didn't say anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he took he took a position that was not going to be popular with the people that you know are his bosses, I guess. You know what I mean? Because he, even though Nick Cannon make you know have much money he make, he still got people that he answers to. Yes. You know what I mean? He he. I mean, and he, whatever. So he, 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 he had an opinion or he, he said what he said, which historically is true. And his people didn't, you know, the people that are his bosses didn't like it. So he had to backtrack off of it. But if you Nick Cannon and you got the money that you have or the money that we assume that he has, I don't know how much money Nick Cannon has. He may, he may be in the same boat as me, goddamn. But I assume that Nick Cannon got much more money than me. Right. So if you Nick Cannon, stand on it, bro. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. And, uh, that's, well, well, he uh, can't. He can't stand on it because he's having too many goddamn babies. Yeah. <laughs> right. His, like his uh. goal is to recreate, to repopulate the earth. 
once it's <laughs> right. once it's like you know goes down, he start. He's he, just he's getting doing a head a solo start. shot. Yeah, he's just getting a head start on it all. But I, but you make some very, you make some very good points, and that's like one of the re- like you know, like this show. This show doesn't. This show doesn't benefit. It doesn't really benefit me financially. You know, there's no benefit to it. If, if anything, I might, I may break even each month. You know, just because of different things, but I don't make any money off of this show. And some of the shit that we talk to is talk about is like it's not beneficial to my career and everything. It really isn't. But the point, but somebody's got to say something. Somebody's got to be honest. Someone's got to be an honest speaker. You know, and that's be that's really kind of where it comes in. I see a void where people are more afraid about they they want to get theirs, they want to get their money, they want to be X, Y, and Z. We don't seen that shit up close. We've all seen that shit up close or been a part of it, even had some of it, you know, true, but, true. but it's like, it's, it just, at a certain point, it's just a matter of like, what is in your soul? And it's like, kind of like what's going on with this country with like, you know, this whole like COVID thing and why I know it's like this whole COVID thing is like, it's all fucked up. These messages are all fucked. These people are all fucked up because the whole goal is to get the economy going and get everybody back to where they need to be. So that way that these corporations can make their money and, you know, the world can go on and they can continue to destroy the planet and destroy the earth. And I'm no tree hugger. As I've said before, I'm not a tree hugger. You'll smoke it, but you won't hug it. I'll smoke it, but I ain't hugging it. That's the damn truth. You know, but I'm I'm a tree hugger. But I look at this stuff and I look like look how well that this world did. It was sort of sort of like, you know, by putting everybody inside, nature like, you know, came back. And then people try to go back out and what do we see? Global warming, another one degrees. You know, the country is the world itself is burning up and terraforming itself. And it's all being done by people and these unnecessary um, imaginary constructs and idealisms that we've put in place as a society in order to move forward. And none of this shit is helpful. Well, I saw an ad uh, where you can go live in a Mars simulation for a year. So they can study some shit, <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna come out to the same is, shit. No, what I'm saying is, is that you know, it's a this is a, they're already in the middle of a long term strategy that you know that no one that no one's discussing with anybody. Right. So we'll lead the planet. Just, yeah, so when you say, well, to, to do something, because it doesn't even make sense to be studying. You know, well, they got everybody all hyped up about the space race. Uh, I don't know how, and that, you know, it was uh, decades ago that they did steps that, you know, people didn't even uh, get to for everybody to get geeked up for. They already went to the moon. Motherfuckers go to the atmosphere and it makes 24-7 cycle news. Uh, you know, uh, and th- th- there's a reason that that uh, the news stations are choosing this, uh, and and this is popular, and everything else. There's a reason these men are spending money to to break these barriers. I guess with different machines, so it's a different barrier since it's a different machine. I guess to do these things and to keep. I'm telling you, man. I look through. I watch too much 
uh, television. And I looked through it, and man, there's so much zombie shit and this and that and everything else and so on and so forth. I don't think it's a coincidence or, or, or any of that shit that Hollywood is always having visions and, and making pictures of stuff that only we can imagine. You know, where is it, you know, like, and it, uh, I don't as if they're seeding the future, they're, they're trying to get yeah, us exactly, to exactly. It. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's just, a, yeah, huh? There's a theory that uh, Hollywood is the fourth branch of government, so they they that they use they use Hollywood to, like you say, get you accustomed to some shit, and then they introduce it into the world. There's yeah. there's a theory, there's a theory that 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 that's how it goes down. It's helped them hold down white supremacy for for a long time because every hero in every goddamn movie and everybody who saved the planet. Don't leave breakfast behind. It's easy to make and take these fast, flavorful favorites like fluffy Just Crack an Egg omelet rounds, extra crispy Oscar Mayer bacon, rich Philadelphia cream cheese, or perfectly melty Kraft singles. And of course, a warm cup of bold Maxwell House coffee to top it all off. So whether you're staying at home or you're on the go, you can always wake up to delicious. Find your breakfast favorites today at a grocery store near you. You know what I'm saying? And up until a certain point, you know, probably the 90s or something, you know, they start using, uh, you know, black super figures, super uh, superheroes and stuff. But before that, everybody, every movie you could think of, the white dude was the hero. Right. And, 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 And the brother was the sympathy case that either died or got saved by the hero. Well, if you break it, if you break it down like that, Will Smith was Will Smith was an Independence Day, right? And yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of alien theories that are based in Africa and places like that. So I think it's very interesting that when they did decide to make it a hero, they made a they made it a, a alien black guy just in case they don't want to piss off the they don't want to piss off the aliens when they come down. It turns out that they are cousins. So now all of a sudden, like, you know, Will Smith is the guy that's okay. So it's like, see, Will Smith thinks it's okay here. You know, no reason for you to hit us with the gamma ray. How you feel about Will you know Smith on King Richard? <laughs> How y'all feel about that? For real? How do you feel about Will Smith playing Richard? He's playing King Richard. Listen, yeah, he's no, playing right. Seren- Venus and Serena's daddy. Oh. I love it. I mean, I, I, I think Will's a pretty good actor. I I think think it's so for acting purposes, but 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 did you see what they did there though? Because you know what Rich looked like, right? And oh that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know, like I, I like Will Smith too, but but you know, it's like damn, they picked him for Rich yeah, and Williams. Well, that, that was that was the same <laughs> as picking up. Uh, who did who did they who did they pick to play? Uh, who did they pick? Pick the play. Uh, what's what's the sister's name? Real, uh, real trouble sister. Uh, oh, oh, Nina Simone. Yeah, Nina, Nina Simone. Simone. They picked uh, Saldana. Yeah, Nina Simone. Yeah, yeah. So it when it should have been, it should have been Lupita. Huh? Oh, right. <laughs> he got, she got, she got all the smoke behind that. They had to give her like a prosthetic nose, and she caught all yeah. kinds of shit behind yeah, that. And and the movie turned out to be horrible. Well, the yeah, problem I never even saw it. Well, yeah. Yeah. It, it well, was a prob- double shame because like I normally like looking at Zoe Saldana. Like, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No that. doubt. 
Well, the problem with Zoe Saldana is Zoe Saldana's like racial um, ambiguity, you know, identical her racial identical ambiguity. I'm gonna make oh, up yeah. a new Man, term. None of them care you know, in she's none like, you know, I am Afro Latina, but I'm still like, you know, she's she like ten. She's like those. It's like some of those people at Howard we were talking about earlier, again, except for Latina again. But again, here you go. This is this is where. To get to get you ready for to get you ready for the future, this is where we're going. The, the racial ambiguity, you know what I'm saying? This this is this is why there's so many people out there now. I mean, in 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 the world, man, like racial ambiguity is is something huge in the world, and everything is ambiguous at this point. You know what I'm saying? Race, uh, sex, whatever color. I mean, it's, it's all it's all ambiguous now. No, would, part I, of that is part of that they did to themselves because they all white people. You know, they were once Italians. They were once Poles. They were once whatever. They just white right. people over here. Yes. Right. And nothing more ambiguous than that. Yes. Right. You know, they all they made them smooth out their names and shit, take vowels off the end of their names, drop the wits and the, you know. Right. The skis and the, the skis and the, stuff. Yeah. Oh, please, man. I was talking to this guy when I was doing um, when I was working for the company, we were doing real estate prospecting and an investor called me up and. You know, a lot of times these guys call me up and I'd end up speaking to them for like, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes, just about different shit. And we got along so well. He was like, listen, because I, I would tell him, like, I'd just be like, yeah, I'm a black guy. So it's a little bit different for me in this game. You know, people handle me different people. You know, I have to deal with them differently. But the way I would like kind of level the feel right away is that I would kind of bring it up. You know, I would find a way to bring it up. So that way, like, there's no shock. So that way I can let them know. Because my, my way of business is not like other people's way of business. If you don't want to deal with me as a black person, I'd rather tell you up front so that way you can stop taking my phone calls or stop calling me back immediately. You know, right. this way we don't have to do no fucking fake dances. You ain't going to tell me no bullshit. If I get something and somebody else is going to make, you had a problem with that, which you're green, you're 25000 in green coming from a black hand somewhere along the line, then you don't need it as my point of view. You don't need that shit. So, but I'm talking to this guy and his name is something like, um, let's just say Moskowitz and everything. He told me, he's like, you know, I really started out as a mozzarella. And in order to get in this business, right. I had to change my name to Moskowitz. And Jewish. yeah. And, and that's how I was able to, get in this business and be like, you know, the 60 something year old man that I am with a lot of money. And that's like a, that's a trade off a lot of people used to make. And it's funny you mentioned that about the Italians, Rob, because you know, that's the argument that Cuomo made last week when he's up there, even though people were laughing at him, but he's making these cultural references about the Italian community. And I had an Italian woman tell me like, you know, you know how many times, how much money I would have if I were able to sue from the times of the 90s and like the 80s and 90s up until now from like men like, you know, hold it, hugging me too long or like, you know, like pinching my cheeks or kissing oh, me. Oh, cupping titties. Yeah, like cupping. Yeah, even like, listen, even cupping cup titties. titties. And we've even talked about it here. Like, listen, it's 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 it used to be a cultural thing that could be explained based upon your culture. You know, you go to the you go to the um, party and the Spanish, the old guy is sitting there, the grandpa, and he's commenting about every young girl's ass, and sometimes he's pinching them as they come to say hi to him, and they're just like right. sliding their asses to the left or sliding <laughs> it to the right. You know what I'm saying? Right. They'll avoid his fingers and everything, but it wasn't destroying their entire lives. 
You know, it wasn't right. like so like, traumatic. I don't know, man. It was traumatic for me. When I, whenever I'm around dudes like that, growing up and as a young adult, it was traumatic for me that they was that, that they would cross lines with with women. I was, and I wasn't El Capitan. Yeah. And maybe in some ways, you know, but uh, but for the most part, it was like, yo, God damn, you embarrassing me, man. Yeah. You know, I because mean, I feel for the but the truth of in, in my because I, I was a bit naive, some of them didn't mind it. Uh but you know, but I still felt it was still traumatic. It's, I still felt uncomfortable. I still felt like it was abuse. So I can imagine what it was for the girl. But unfortunately, a lot of them got conditioned into that world. Like my mom used to always talk about the fact that, you know, she hated, you know, when the relatives, or all the people would come over to the house or whatever, you know, all the little girls, everybody come around and everybody wants to hug the little girls real tight. Oh, come on, little girl, sit on my lap. Although it's like, I wasn't sitting on nobody's lap. Fuck them. Yeah. But that's, that's the, that's, you know, they sort of, they start naturalizing this stuff at a very young age. Like there's, there's a lot of bullshit that goes on. So, I mean, by the time you, right. you 18, 22, whatever, you've already seen so much of it that you're, while it may energetically, it may not sit well with you. You don't know anything else. Yeah, I mean, and let's be like, you know, I, I don't have to take a poll here, but I pretty much know everybody on this panel. None of y'all are booty grabbers. I myself am not a booty grabber. You know, if a hand is not placed in my, if a ass is not placed in my hand woefully, it has right. not been touched. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, so I, I definitely understand what, where you coming from, Gene. You know, where it made yeah. you uncomfortable because it made me uncomfortable too. It always has made, made me uncomfortable. You know, you're in that situation. You wonder if there's something wrong with you for not grabbing the booty at certain times. And then you like, you think about it and it's like, no, you know what I'm saying? That's just like, it's just wrong. It's just like, but Cuomo made the point that it's a, it was a community. It was a a community thing that it was understood that this is what they railroaded that man. Well, I love love the fact that he is railroaded him though. Oh, I love the fact that he is completely willing to throw his entire culture under the bus because he's a fuck up. Yeah, he is a fuck up. He is a fuck up. He he didn't tell no lies, but at the same time, at a certain point, energetically, he knows it's wrong. At a certain point, he's like, hey, he lost, he lost at the things. game. But I don't know. I don't know that anybody is a victim. But he lost at the game. Yeah. They were playing, you know, they play, they railroaded him. I mean, they played the well, game of he, politics, he it, you know. But he earned it, though, because he was bullying a lot of motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. He, he, threw, he threw his weight around. He threw his daddy's weight around for a long time. And they finally found something they could get him on. He had all, zero sympathy all in the town. All of them earned it because, all. listen, man, that's the funny thing about with, with them in power, especially politicians, right? Uh, everybody, you know. Everybody's a villain, or you know, th- th- this wielding the power, you know. Yeah. Oh, but yes. but everybody that gets the power, everybody gets that gets the power, is going to wield that bitch the same way. But not the same way, but with right. violations. Right. Where they they may not get caught, and some of them get caught. But it's not it's not like it's like people when they step up to the plate for whatever, that, especially fucking mayor of New York City. Or governor, uh, 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 what was he? Governor, or mayor. He was, New he was, uh, yeah, governor of New York State. What? You know, That's it. you know, it's it. Whether it's it, when you get that power, you will do it. So yeah, everybody's going to do damage to their career uh, if if the opposition goes at them full guns a blazing 
It's a wrap for your ass because when I see the pictures of that woman during her tenure there, <laughs> so the pictures they showed her. Who with the governor? Well, no, she Boot was up. she was she was on the ride and she was playing. She was she was she was a Cosby guest. And he was a Cosby. And people can get all up in arms about whether hold or not on, this hold stuff. On. Hold on. I, I, I got to throw the flag on the Cosby, bro. Why, I mean, come on, dog. Come uh, on, Bill wasn't dog. bothering nobody in this. No, no when I say Cosby, he's, oh, he's, become, like, now he's become the, the he I mean, can we, what's, what's the movie, motherfucker? What's the white dude? What's the white movie dude? Let's use his name. Weinstein. Yeah, Weinstein. Let me let me tell you why I say that, right? Is because it's Cosby more popular. Pla- Cosby, <laughs> just like Weinstein and everybody else, he had a platform. And it's similar in that, you know, they're both being accused of uh molesting women or you know, uh a group of women and uh, all the way with Cosby. But what I'm saying is is that I always contend that everybody that went over Cosby House had an agenda. Just same as anybody that works with a powerful governor and this and that, and all everybody around, everybody has their own agenda. That's a and they're willing, yeah, they're willing to kid, they're willing to do both, to do two things suck up and uh, figuratively speaking, murder. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not, not literal, but they're, they're willing to do both things smash somebody and suck up to somebody. And that suck up could mean getting smashed, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But so, so I mean, and so, and then when, when, but, but here's the thing. Uh, this, this is funny because as we evolve, right? These polit, these politicians are playing a vicious game of eliminate, you know, eliminate your opponent because all of them are filthy, right? But only a few of them have evidence pointing towards heaven. You know? <laughs> and so and so the ones where there's evidence, you either playing ball with the person who knows the truth, or it's coming. That's your ass. They've been waiting for that's what I'm saying. They 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 call they call Cobo. And here's I want to hear from Chris now. I remember. I want to hear from Chris. I want to hear what you got to say, boy. Because I'm talking about you. Was talk, you know, that's your brother. Y'all was a pair during the uh, COVID shit, and you know, you was backing him and this and that. I want to hear what you have to say and and, and and see if he's going to roll his brother under the bus, which, according to his job, pretty much he's obligated to do it at some I point. I can't see how he can keep his job much longer. If he doesn't roll his brother under the bus, you know right? what an interesting thought came Even to me. Even if he's willing to, you know what an yeah. interesting thought came to me. What if he were to try to actually replace his brother and run for governor? Uh, run for state? the seat. Run for the seat. I don't think so. Yeah, he birthed the Cuomo name. Yeah, the name is done. And, and see, and, but part you of the thing is, he was chance. part of his. He was part of his brother's war room. Yeah, like when his brother was trying to fend some of this stuff off. Chris was advising him on how to how to Guilty work the, how to work the press and everything. Well, so clearly, listen. he co-signed on some of this shit. To a degree, he co-signed on some of this. So he's done. He's, right. he, he can't do that. I he held the hand So you saying I've, they ran bustos? I've seen some. I've seen some. I've seen some. <laughs> I've seen some poll numbers that said that Cuomo, despite even everything that was going on with the scandals, was not polling so unpopularly with the people. The scandal was the problem. The scandal was the actual problem. 
Yeah. He, as far as him governing and all that other stuff, you always had people that hate him, you know, but you still had more people that liked him. So the I, trains are running on time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw I mean, anything well, out. I'm not gonna throw anything. I mean, Marion Barry, Marion Barry yeah. got reelected, bro. So. That's Hell what I'm yeah. saying. That's what I'm I'll saying. Try, I'm not so sure. That went his man, fault because uh, the bit set him up. That was an expensive ass titty cup, boy. And the gummy you. has arrived. <laughs> That's right, bro. Look, he, look, I'm talking about he got out, he caught all that heat and he didn't, he didn't even attempt. I mean, he didn't he didn't even have he didn't even get to uh, experience any course. He all he did was a cup of titty and it took him down. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you've been when you've been doing it so long, it's, it's just second nature. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it didn't yeah. even when when he when he grabbed that titty, it didn't even. Like it probably didn't even register any to, to him well, that he had grabbed the titty. You know what I mean? It was just so such a part of what he does. You I know mean, what I'm look, he was the he for many many years he was the bachelor governor of New York State. So cupping a titty before before you know a couple of years ago, it probably had a different connotation than cupping a titty today. Cupping a titty today will get you impeached. Cupping a titty when he came in. You had a lot of people that were lined up. You had a lot of ladies that were lined up for that job as first lady of New York and thought that maybe ready at to some get point. Cut. Yeah, ready to get, yes, ready to get cupped. You know, listen, like, not for nothing, not for nothing. I don't know what happened in that relationship. I'm not going to say anything is bad or good, but the picture with Cuomo boot up with his main accuser and everything, that looks like someone who wants to be Mrs. Governor of New York State. Right, yeah. you know right. what it's I'm like saying. Looks like, like, she looks like she was hating on Sandra Lee every day. Yeah, you know, and this is and this is what the this is what the real that's the real. Well, I don't know if it's a real issue there, but it's a part of it. It's a very big part. Yeah, of but it. the funny thing is, so so who put him out? The Republicans put him out, right? Pretty much. Well, was actually, oh, no. I mean, who 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 was up? Who went up against him? What part? Well, he went. Party? He went. Up, he went against. He went up against Donald Trump during COVID. Okay. And Donald yes. Trump got the Republican okay. machine, sick okay. the Republican machine on his ass. Here's the funny thing. So the Republican machine, who is more than willing to pre- to, Cup of titty. <laughs> to accept Cup of titty? the pussy grab a pussy grabber. Well, is gonna get rid of a titty cupper. Okay. <laughs> pussy grabber. Well, how about? You know, he, he's he's a he's a titty cupper, right? That's right. But Matt Gates down in Florida, he ain't resigning. No, you know? he's not. They right. did They're accusing him of paying underage girls for sex. He ain't resigning. Nah, hey, he's out there right. campaigning. He's not going hey, he anywhere. Just, he's just feeding the economy. That's all he's doing. That's that's well, feeding the economy, bro. People need money to spend. It's the difference between the two parties, and I don't think it's really a moral difference between the two parties. It's a simple difference between the people who are Democrats that will support Democrats won't vote for you for cupping a titty or grabbing a pussy or um, uh, or wrestling. What's his name just made jokes about cupping a titty and they made him resign? Al Franken. Yeah. You know, or or even like, you know, wrestling boys down onto mats and everything and having your fellow coaches wrestle boys down on mats. And doing unspeakable things to them. It doesn't matter to them. That stuff isn't important to them. They pretend it's important to them. And they make it a big point. They're like, hey, make sure you get rid of that predator. Before my uncle Frank the, gets out of jail for, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right. And that's the way they do. Yeah. Like given given the choice between getting the uh getting the kickback for the company and the tax break or getting rid of the predator, they'll take the tax break. They'll take the tax break. That's right. Yeah. Oh honey, oh he touched you at a party, but you're my dad. Yes, and I'm gonna buy you a Benz with the money that he spent. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Right. And that's the way that goes. You know, that's not our, that's not our, we, we, we're not, generally we're not in the middle of those situations so much and everything. Our uncles that do that stuff and everything, they either get molly upside the head or you got a whole bunch of people apologizing for them and making believe and just telling you, like you said, don't come around Uncle Cleophus when it comes. To oh yeah, him. no, all the all the bastards, all the bastards get what get, is are getting their due these days. A lot of them are. I, I hated them when they weren't getting their due, and they and you know every I don't know I shouldn't generalize, but most black families I know. It's you know they came up around the time I did. You had to deal with that shit because people people was hurt. They got hurt and they was they was ready to hurt somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you know and it all it was the kids and people was just you know when you don't when you don't when you have low self esteem you could be a nasty motherfucker. Yeah, right. You know uh, uh, and so and so you know it, it, a lot of that. But I, I hate it. I hate it that you know I hated the people. Would, would get away with shit, and I would, you know, and I would know it, you know, like everything from fucking, uh, you know, rape to murder, pretty much, you know, when it came to uh, women, women had w- women are are justified in in their eff- in their intensity, yeah. Uh, saying, but you know, not you know, I'm not saying they're more justified than black people as a whole are justified in their intensity, but they're definitely justified in their intensity. Uh, you know, but you know, I guess just like black people in the whole aren't unified, neither are women. Without a doubt. They're not unified, you know. And the problem with the problem is the reality is that the black that black people are just like other people. We're the same as other people. So where the where they're not passionate about um proceeding towards justice for women, a lot of times black people are not um, motivated to do the same thing. They're not motivated to reach out and make justice. The the dude that says like something as wrong as the one that's off, as opposed to the person who's actually perpetrating it. And we even you know we encourage it, and it's encouraged with our music. It's encouraged with the way that they all the way down the line they teach us that our women are bitches and hoes. You know, bitches and hoes. What can you? What do you do with the bitch and the hoe? Whatever the fuck you want to do. You know, so that's why I'm so big right. on the. That's one of the reasons why I'm so big on the changing of the rap music and the music in general, because of the fact that this is a part of that. That's a part of that. It's breaking down people's mindsets and thoughts processes to the point where they don't respect women, like they should respect women. You know, on the other on the other side, like you know, we've had the we've had the conversations about matriarchies being better, but. I don't necessarily believe that's true. I believe that it's more of an individual thing. There's probably some good men and there's probably some good women because of the, what we talked about earlier in the show. When you talk about power, power corrupts everything. 
So when you get women in charge of shit, a yeah, lot of times you you get fucking corrupt women, you know. So it's like look at Hillary. Well, I don't even think Hillary was as bad as they said she was. She's a world leader. She's in that in that spectrum. They're all fucking bad on that level and everything. But it's just it's just nature. Na- well, you know, see, the nature like, of power. I, I look at Hillary besides whatever she's done to cover her husband's tracks. Like that's a whole other situation and that's very complicated. But if you're a person in that job or you're a secretary of state, you can't help but do some dirt. Like you're you picked up you picked up a situation that's dirty on all sides. Like there's dirt everywhere. You're 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 in charge right. of black funds and stuff. Like it's almost impossible to come out of that job clean. Even if you're trying to be clean, like even, you know, President Obama is probably the most, in my mind, like the most forthright and um, honest politician that I've seen in my lifetime. Here's here's why I will say that one in, in his in his in his race to get the office. They dug underneath every rock, every tree. They stripped they stripped bark off of trees. They did everything they could to find dirt on that dude, and they came up with and there nothing. Was none. And guess there what? Was none. For the next four years, eight years, they dug and they scraped and they cajoled people. And what did they come up with at the end of eight years? Nothing. Yeah. Like, and that dude, like one of the reasons why his wife didn't want him to run is because she didn't think he had the temperament for politics. Like at the end of the day, it seems like he's really he's really into it for altruistic reasons. Like he really believes that change can be made. It's the problem that he, the problem is that he believes that the changes can be made through this system. And, you know, this system slow, uh, steers slower than the Titanic. Right. Wouldn't it be some you know? shit if Obama came I don't know out about that. I think, I think he's, I think it steers, I think it steers perfectly fine. Yeah. He, and I think, he, I think, but, but, but as president, you don't control. You don't control the route. Yeah, yeah. I, I you just steer that motherfucker down the route that's being controlled. And I think he did an excellent job. But, but that's just like saying, you know, uh, a warden did an excellent job. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's it, it's it's. Uh, well, you said honest. He was the most honest politician. <laughs> I don't know if that, I know that, that thing, sounds but, like an oxymoron to you, but it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. It, it sounds like that would be in the, in the dictionary next to oxymoron. <laughs> uh, but 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 uh, but no, uh, no. You know, I'm gonna tell you something, man. Uh, uh, I knew when Obama became president. I had, I, I didn't. I wasn't an Obama basher simply because there's no. There's no sound strategy in it. There's there's no value in it, you know. Uh, but there is value in not bashing because of him being the first black president and everything else. But there's no value in black. And it, it, there's no, you know, and, and and fuck everybody that says, oh no, you you just cheat him, you line him up with the other presidents, and you you know you weigh it out then and you judge him accordingly. No, fuck that. I, so I wouldn't talk about him, but now that he's not president, I will say, now he did an excellent job at killing people just like every president. And he killed brown people, and I and yeah, he and, and and he may not have killed them over here, but he killed them. 
And he, you know, just like all the rest of them presidents, and I don't judge him harder than the rest of the presidents for, for doing that because I knew it don't matter if you get a motherfucking green, Hispanic, black, white president, they know when they go and get that motherfucking job, just like Kamala Harris, that they know blackness nothing. Your ass is gonna stand up here and represent this flag, and, and you know, and, and the status quo. You're gonna do what the Pentagon tells you. To do. Exactly. You, you you might you might take steps to tro- towards changing components of the status quo, but you ain't changing shit. Well, you gonna, get up here, huh? I'm I'm gonna take the last word on this because believe it or not, this hour has flown through. So I'm gonna take the last word on this as far as Obama is concerned, and my my take on him as president. First of all, when he ran for president in 2008, I did not want him to be president. I'm going to tell the truth. I was not in favor of it. And the reason why is because of all of the crazy shit that was going on in the world at that time. And I didn't see any way whatsoever where he came out of that, that situation or everything that was going on with the economy hitting a all time low. People say they call it the great, like uh, the the great recession. It was a fucking depression that changed the entire financial status of millions of people in this country. That's reaping the benefits right now. We're seeing the benefits and the results of what happened right now. You don't believe me? Look at the motherfuckers on the back of the goddamn trucks complaining because they ain't got no fucking job and their shit is a little bit different than what it was for their uncles and their fathers and all that other shit. That shit was catastrophic, okay? And they had already made the decision that they were going to pay themselves, the banks and the feds. There was going to be nothing else for people. And at that point in time, I was talking to 20, 30 people, people a day in the mortgage industry, trying to save their homes. So I had a very clear picture of what was going on. And I thought that this country was not ready for a black president. Well, and, it clearly wasn't. And it, and it, it, you could see it isn't. It wasn't. It isn't. I didn't think that anything that he tried to do, Obama is one of the most pragmatic men in it that has ever held that office. Pragmatic. Pragmatic means that you're going to do what is right, even if it fucking... Pisses your people off if it doesn't, if it's not going to work for you, whatever. And then you take that and you couple that with a Congress that never wanted to see this man succeed no matter what. The fact that he got two terms is a miracle. The fact that he even was able to steward this economy to the point of where it was, where Trump could jump in there and just raw dog the entire shit and everything is fucking incredible. But it was too soon because these these people, these white people were not ready to see someone that intelligent, that strong, that wise be president. Now, I'm not saying that his presidency was like, you know, inspiring and he did all of these great things for black people or he even did great things for the people. But the fact that people even have their heads above water. Uh, 95% of y'all owe Obama a fucking gang of thanks for that shit because he didn't have any help and they weren't trying to fucking help you. 
to get back on your feet. They were trying to terraform the economy to finish the robbing that they had started eight years earlier. And that was it. That was it. He didn't stop him. He he, he didn't stop him, but what he did was he stopped the bleeding. And stopping the bleeding is not enough for the first black president. First black president has to, like, you know, the bar is higher. Everything is higher. The bar is higher. And even even so, it's like with all the problems, he, he faced down unprecedented issues. You know, no one even talks about what happened with that with that oil spill in the Gulf that time where they came in and they plugged that shit. And this was in the beginning right. of his presidency. And they were talking mm-hmm. about that was going to end him, you know, in the first two months. You know, this is the shit that we this is the shit, you know, and sounds Trump, like he loved him. Yo, listen, I respect the fuck out of Barack Obama. I respect the fuck out of him. You know, I he did the best that he could in the situation. But it wasn't a normal situation. Any president who was president at that point in time who who inherited that was going to face unprecedented issues. And that's why they allowed him to be president. Because shit was so hard, they're like, hey, yeah, go ahead. So by the time you're done, by the time we're done with this shit, with what's going on right now, America will say there'll never be another black president again. And you know what? He did such a good job that that did not occur. There may be another black president one day. And Mm -hmm. because of the fact that Obama was not as bad as they wanted him to be. And I guarantee you by that time, the crows will be done tugging at my bones. Mm. It doesn't doesn't matter if there is. That's 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 the underlying point. Doesn't matter if there's another black president. What doesn't matter? I can agree with that. I can even get behind. I can even get behind that. But what I'm I mean, saying unless, is, though, unless that black president comes along and volunteers to be a martyr, it does not matter. Yeah, well, we need more martyrs in this. We need more martyrs in because this. Because we know for damn sure Barack wasn't on that martyr shit. No, he well, didn't. <laughs> no, there's going to it's, it's, have to be another black president sooner or later because, in order to keep up the myth of inclusion yeah. for black people, mm. you have to have some representation. Yeah. Right. So listen, we're we're like, yo, this conversation has gone very, very well. Well, let me just say this. I'm not Obama bashing because I don't like none of them. He's in, I mean, you know, when I say don't like, I, I'm not I I I see all of them, I think, uh the same. Yeah. You know, whoever holds that position is gonna be whatever they're required to be. Yep. Just, and, and, you know, I, I don't think anybody's gonna get up in there grabbing their nuts and rolling dice. And I'm glad it's not gonna <laughs> So, so that's because they're that's not gonna because, have the World Series of Dice in the World Series, in the White right. House anytime that's soon. That's because my pack yeah. is that's because my pack my um pack is almost empty. So Ashley Larry for president. Fun ra- fundraising for <laughs> fundraising for Ashley me is Larry. Not going well. Ashley Larry from the Marcy Projects. What son? <laughs> <laughs> fundraising for me isn't going well either. So you know that uh, probably won't happen. But one last yo, thing. Yo yo hold up ahead, well, before you before you wrap this up. We got two birthdays on the panel this week. How yes. is celebrating in your 50s different than your 30s, brothers? Uh, it was much more tame. Yeah. Much more tame. He said I, went, actually, I actually went to see Dave Chappelle. Okay. Yo, you saw yeah. the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if yeah. he did the same thing he did in uh, uh, in um, Vegas. In Vegas. So, well, he, so He's taping a special. He's taping a special while he was here. 
Yeah, but I, what was it? Was the was the theme uh uh the the trans his his take on trans and and yeah uh, that was his, ex, his explanation on why he is what he is and and yep. and then and then the the lady he who he helped that sucked and, and you know the trans uh, comedian did he did he, he did he help? No, he he mentioned her, but he didn't really go into her. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great. Oh man, was he was probably fine tuning the material in Vegas. Right, you know, he was workshopping the material. Did the roots uh, open up? No, he had uh, he had comedians open up. Oh, Ashley okay. Ashley Larry, yeah, Ashley Larry, Larry, and, uh, yeah, Ashley Larry or Don, Donnell Rawlins is his name. So um, from, from the Rollins Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah. I and think then, he opened uh, up. Yeah, he was on there. And then the dude Jeff, I can't think of his last name, but he's a white boy. You see him on the uh, com- uh, Comedy Central roast all the time. Ball head, funny dude. Oh, uh, Jeff, the, the insult comic, basically. Yeah, he Jeff wears, Ross. He wears a blazer. Jeff he Ross. Wears a yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, Jeff Ross. Rose, yeah, Jeff Ross. He's hella funny. Yeah, he's hella funny. Y'all gonna have to, yeah. y'all check out Dave Chappelle if he comes to your town. We're gonna have to wrap this up. We're gonna say born in trouble. Peace. But Next first, got a hard stop. Say, now, I don't yeah, know. what's wrong? What you got to take a shit? Yo, 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 yo Diane must see Diane must give the tap on the shoulder. Diane made dinner or something? I done told you. We have to keep the episodes under 115, bro. She, she, must, she, must, she must have, like, walked oh. in the room and, and she opened the yeah, room. Like, yo, you can, can, you can cut it down, can cut it down to 115. <laughs> <laughs> From that California. Grant. I mean, I'm Gene. Not in California. Gene Hopkins. The other birthday boy tomorrow. Make sure y'all shout him out. Happy birthday, Gene. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, you know. brother. And of course, the owner of City Wings. That's 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Come down and get you some. New center area. Come Damn. get you some chicken. Grant Lancaster. <laughs> That's right. And John Exum, ladies and gentlemen, go get you some. Go get you some chicken. Listen, if we're pushing anything, if we're pushing anything, we're pushing shot by black cannabis. Come get your apparel, you know, for all your for all your afrolicious cannabis, all your afrolicious needs. And just so y'all understand, we're not promoting selling cannabis. We are promoting all of the jobs that exist within the cannabis industry that y'all need to get up on, such as growing and cultivating and sometimes selling and sometimes opening stores. It's about having conversation about these things that we have spent, that some of us or some people, some of our community have spent decades and decades incarcerated behind that's now being monetized that we are being locked out of. So come, come to buyblackcannabis.com. Hit on shopbyblackcannabis.com. Join me in the quest. Send me your emails. Let me know how I can help, what we can do together collectively to make a dent in this business. And on that note, Born in Trouble, 25th episode. We had a quarter. Peace. Dude.